When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Say goodbye to the food police and hello to peace. Welcome to the Love Food Podcast, hosted by dietitian and food behavior expert, Julie Duffy Dillon. This authentically engineered series is in the form of a love letter, welcoming you to reconnect with food. Now pour a cup of coffee or a margarita and let's begin. Hi, and welcome to episode 271 of the Love Food Podcast. I'm Julie Duffy Dillon, registered dietitian and partner on your food peace journey. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you for connecting today. Six years ago, like literally six years ago, probably to the day, I wrote the intro that you just listened to. I was really nervous. Oh my gosh, I was so nervous. I remember the first time I pushed publish on my first set of episodes, I my heart raced, I was sweating, and it took me a really long time to actually push publish. I think I sat there for 30 minutes. I was really scared to use my voice. And something else I wanted even more was I wanted you to feel less alone. So up until that point, I mostly had worked with people one-on-one. People with a complicated relationship with food, whether they were recovering from an eating disorder, were at diet rock bottom, some had chronic health conditions, many with PCOS, but everyone felt so alone. And while people had their own stories, their own lived experiences, some of the details were different, Y'all, the things that were matching up word for word that people were experiencing, but carried with such a, a heavy burden because they felt so alone. And also like this food thing, this very simple food thing, they couldn't get right. And again, carrying this kind of burden of like, I can't even get food fucking right. I knew I wanted to open up the doors in a way that allowed you to hear and experience that you are not alone in your complicated relationship with food. And since you're not alone, you can connect with other people to hopefully move forward in the way that you want to go. That's how Love Food started. And this episode today is my season five season finale And um, also, I want to share with you some changes 
that I have ahead for the podcast. So this episode doesn't include a letter, but I want to keep you in the loop. I'm going to be sharing some mistakes I've made and some of the positives that we've done along the way the last five years, um, six years. I can't, I've lost count. I always have to look back at my um, podcast app to see actually what year I started it. But I want to also keep you in the loop about the changes and what's staying the same. So we'll get to all of that after a really quick message from our sponsor. Do you have PCOS and you are ready to divorce that dumpster fire, also known as PCOS diets? Check out my free PCOS roadmap. I include ways to start off rejecting diets while living with PCOS. I get down to some tools that I find that have helped so many people over the years, including really naming who's to blame and how do you actually interact with these cravings? Are they useful? Should you ignore them? What should you do with them? This is what I explore in the roadmap and so much more. If you are interested, go to juliedillonrd.com slash freebies and you'll get right to it. Again, my free PCOS roadmap is at juliedillonrd.com slash freebies. Welcome back. And like I mentioned, I want to share with you some reflections over the last five or six years and what changes lie ahead. So I want to start with the mistakes I've made. When I put together this podcast, I intended to have it as a way to open up the doors to the clinical experience without, of course, breaking any HIPAA violation and allow you to connect with other people who are on the same path as you as you're sifting through your complicated relationship with food. Something that I've always relied on as a clinician is that I'm not someone who's going to tell you what to do. Um, I'm not someone that knows best. That's something that um, just hasn't ever really felt right for me as a clinician. And rather, let's just meet you where you are and unpack and help you decide what you want to do with everything. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. So 
something that I, looking back now on how I put this show together, I can remember sitting in a coffee shop near my house and feeling really excited as the idea started flowing. And then really connecting with like, oh, wait a second. Um, I don't have this lived experience. So who am I to go and on a podcast and preach how to do some things to help sort through your relationship with food? That just doesn't seem like the approach to to take. And when I connected with the idea of you, the listener, writing a letter, that's when I knew this is the direction I wanted to go because I didn't want my, like, as a dietitian, it's really common for people to put us on pedestals. And it's very easy as a dietitian to feel at home on that pedestal. And I didn't want to feel at home there. And I didn't want you to also be at home with that idea. And instead, I wanted the show to be anchored by a letter and someone's own lived experience. But here's the mistake I made, is that I decided that I wanted to help people sift through it, but I also wanted to have guests on as well. And something you may not know about me is I actually really enjoy networking with my colleagues. Like I used to like dream about like a career where I could just go to conferences and hang out with clinicians who are doing similar work. For some reason, it just was really enjoyable for me. And so I had lots of relationships with people. And so I thought about, oh, I could invite um, people that I've gotten to know over the years. And, you know, conferences are far away, expensive, and just yearly. (laughs) So maybe there's like two or three a year that I would get to go to. So this podcast would be a way for me, selfishly, to be able to continue to have the conversations that I found so um stimulating and challenging and enjoyable. And so I decided that I would only invite on people who were dietitians or therapists. And I neglected to really appreciate how elitist that was, you know, how I was keeping out voices to help in sifting through a person's complicated relationship with food. And I have learned over the last five or six years that lived experience is really important and needs to be honored um, and needs to have more of a platform and podcasts. And um, I learned so much. I think about my own training and eating disorder recovery. Um, So much of what I've learned over the years has come through sitting with people in that experience, and then also people sharing their experience. Um, it's an honor to have that privilege of like learning from people, the people's lived experiences. But it took me a really long time. And really, I don't think it was until this year where I thought about having people with lived experiences also coming on to be guest experts. And my episode with Daph Levy, um, that was a really important turning point for me. Um, Daph, um, if you listen to the episode, you may recall they are trained as um, a dietitian. You know, they're almost done with their training. So there's still a clinical side to it, but um, they um, submitted a letter and then we talked about it and then they wrote their own letter back from food. Definitely check out the episode it's um it was a really important one for me because it 
really captured how powerful lived experience is. And so moving forward, that's something that I want to share more are people's own lived experience with food. And I don't know if it's going to be like how we did that episode with Daff. You know, that was something that they were willing to do um, and be really vulnerable and again, write their own letter from food. And um, so I don't know if that's something that other people will want to do, but it is something that is helping to pave a way in my brain of differences moving forward. So that is a big regret of mine. It's one of the biggest regrets is not looking outside of certain clinicians and um, really not inviting people who are health coaches. And as I say that, there may be some clinicians, maybe you who are listening, are disappointed to hear that I may be inviting health coaches on. But something that I've come to really appreciate is the training to become a registered dietitian in particular is really cumbersome. It's financially near impossible, especially because part of our training, you cannot get um, financial aid because it's not a degree pursuing part. And um, it keeps out lots of different people. And if you scroll through my guests, you'll see more similarities than differences. And that's a big mistake on my part. So that's one of the changes to expect moving forward is more diversity and voices and honoring more lived experiences as we're sifting through um, the letters. So I want to move on to the positive parts of the show. And before I do that, I am wondering what I missed. You know, are there other mistakes that I've made over the last five or six years with the show? I am open to your feedback and actually I'm really grateful for it. So if you are willing, shoot us an email, lovefoodpodcast at gmail.com. And I say us because I have people that are helping me with the show now. And so me or one of my team members will read that email and I will be sure to also read it and I will be really grateful and probably, um, if you're willing, email back to have a dialogue about it because I am really wanting to know what else I missed because I want to make this show better for you, for the listener, to help everyone on their food peace journey. So some of the positives that I want to honor is that how the letters have shaped the show. I think that's something that I, I'm, like I mentioned earlier, I'm really grateful that that idea was a part of my brainstorm because um, I didn't want this to be about um, a guest or me being the expert, rather um, highlighting the letter as the how the show was going to go. And so, you know, something about guests when they're often on the show, they're often on because they're doing a book tour and they're probably used to doing a lot of interviews about their writing and their process and their own career. And what I intentionally have done with guests, which I, may be disappointing to them, but it's just how I interview is it's really not about them. It's about the letter and unpacking the letter and then having a minute or so to go through kind of the, the book they may be releasing or program. But I always wanted the letter to be the meat of the show. With that being said, I would love to have your Dear Food letter. I need more letters, desperately need more letters. The 2022 season like, is going to have some changes that I'm going to tell you about in a second, 
but it's still going to include letters. I can't guarantee every single show will. I haven't done it for every single show on on the Love Food podcast thus far, but it is still going to be the majority of the time because again, that is how I want to frame the show. And your letters to food are just so... Uh, there's there's a there's a part of it that almost feels like really sacred and um, special that I always want to handle it with care. And by you offering that vulnerability in your experience, just know you are helping other people in the same space feel less alone. And there's so much power in that kind of connection. That's where we are actually going to change these big, heavy burdens, these systems that are working against us that are in the form of diet culture. If you are so inclined, again, I would love to include your letter to food in season six. So you can send it over to a love food podcast at gmail.com. You can also, by looking at the show notes now, you can click through and get to a Google form where you can just plop it in there and we want to make it easy for you. So I look forward to reading your letter on an upcoming episode. All right, so let's talk about some changes. Something that I appreciate is that when I was putting this show together in 2015, And I compare that past Julie to the present day Julie in almost 2022. Um, I've changed. I'm a different person just because we all are. We all grow over the years. And something that has been different is me connecting to my voice. And what, I don't know if you know, listener, how much this show has helped me to connect with my voice, even when I feel nervous, even when it shakes. I'm even feeling some emotional kind of like wavering right now (laughs) but because I'm feeling vulnerable. But my voice has changed. Um, And I don't mean in like the literal sense, but just my, my confidence in my voice, even when I'm uncomfortable. And I've had to use it differently over the last few years. And I'm really proud of the fact that I have, and that is something that I want to continue to add to this show. And while I don't share your lived experience with um, recovering from an eating disorder or have, um, I don't have a body that is told is unacceptable, I see how the food peace journey, how it also affects our connection with our voice. And that's where I know that I've been growing with the show too. I'm really grateful that you've let me do that. Like that's provided a lot of important growth for me. And so that's what I want to allow to have space for. It's not necessarily my voice, but I just want to help continue to help your voice and your food peace journey Because the thing about our relationship with food is that it mirrors all these other things in life, our relationships and how we connect to our own voice. And so that's what you can look forward to is just more ways to challenge diet culture, to connect with that compassion that is so required as you're being curious, sifting through your relationship with food. And then ways to come together with other people 
that's what season six gonna be really really wanting to provide more power for and uh, I want to provide more space for that so the one thing that you'll notice probably off the bat in January when it comes back is it's gonna have a different name I feel like I've outgrown the name and the show actually I think more than me has outgrown it I think the show has outgrown the name because it's going to still include letters but I want it to include more and like I said more voices more experiences and more power from from that and so I think what is I have felt over the last few years is that the the name and so also the intro and the music those are all things that will be different when you come back. So I want to give you a heads up. You're the first to hear this. <laughs> um, I didn't want it to be a shock to the system to have a different intro, but keep in mind, some things will always be the same. We will always be anti-diet on this podcast. It will always be something that will be a companion as you are recovering from diet culture and eating disorder or at Diet Rock Bottom, it is something that will always be about that, using things like intuitive eating and other anti-diet tools. So that will never change, never, ever. <laughs> I just want the show to grow so you can connect with more tools to help expand your voice wherever you're wanting to go. So I need to sign off for now. I don't have a letter from food, but I do want to say thank you for letting me be in your ears the last 20 or so minutes. It's an honor, honestly, for you to give me this time. So thank you for connecting. And as I'm signing off in real time, it's getting close to holidays. It's going to be a weird holiday season because I know so many of us are going to be seeing people we haven't seen in a long time. And the food and body talk is going to be loud. So I hope you can connect with some other episodes in um, the arsenal here to help you to be able to stay grounded in your anti-diet kind of work. And just know I will be thinking about you. I don't know exactly when in January my um, new episode will air the next season, but it will be sometime in early 2022. Stay tuned. And again, like I mentioned earlier, what else did I miss? What feedback do you have? I welcome it now. I welcome it always. So you can send it on over to lovefoodpodcast at gmail.com. You can also send your dear food letter there. But until next time, take care. Thank you for listening. I am Julie Duffy Dillon, and this is a Love Food Podcast. Do you want access to more food peace? Jump on over to my website and join my email list. There, I share exclusive content that I don't share anywhere else. Get access to these tips and strategies by going to juliedillonrd.com forward slash sign up. And I look forward to seeing you here next week for another episode of the Love Food Podcast. Take care.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.